Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I had a uh, little package on my desk that I uh, came to work this morning. Yeah. And I uh, was sitting there and it uh, I picked it up looking at it. it actually looked sort of like the uh box that uh, Align Technology ships their retainers in. So I just thought it was a retainer. <laughs> oh yeah. Shipment. So I was like, oh, like uh, this should have gone to the lab." And so I'm like walking into the lab and I look down and it says it says it's from Lance Timmerman. So I figured it was not retainers. Not likely, no. Yeah, so I <laughs> I opened it up and, and to my pleasant surprise it was a little gift from you, which is a Halloween gift. Yeah. It was a uh, Marty McFly. I think it's called a Pop Funko. Yeah, Funko Pop. Yeah, it's or uh, something like that. Yeah, the, the, it's uh, figures that you've probably seen around. If you don't you, uh, Google Funko F U N K O Pop, uh-huh. and you'll and you'll see them. Um, they're kind of cartoonish caricatures, yeah, little, little vinyl dolls. Yeah, a little vinyl, yeah, action figure of uh-huh. uh, of Marty McFly, and uh, he's got uh, all of these figures have like big black eyes, like 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 doll's eyes, uh-huh. as uh, Robert Shaw would say in Jaws. And uh, it made my day. It was uh, in in the the Marty McFly outfit that I love the uh, yeah the red vest and the denim jacket and and all. I even had little Nike white and red Cortez on, which is uh, right, very right. very detailed. So I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. We were, um, I had no idea. It's one of those things where, come to find out, it's local. It's a local business. Oh, I had and no idea. I figured yeah, they were so, made in China somewhere. And I, there's, That's what I figured. Yeah. But no, up in Everett, uh, oh, my cool. wife grew up in Everett, Washington, and uh, Funko headquarters are there. And uh, she had her 30-year high school reunion uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, the next day, she went off to do a thing and... and I my daughter came to visit, so we swung by the the headquarters, the Funko headquarters, and it, this place was just like gargantuan museum. And I'm walking through, and I saw the the Marty McFly, and I remember you talking about that's your favorite uh, um, get up for Halloween, and uh, so I bought it and sent it. That's my thing. I just went on eBay and uh, googled or searched on eBay Funko Pop, and just sorted by most expensive. <laughs> and there's a Funko Pop Stan Lee gold, silver, metallic, chrome edition uh-huh. signed set, rare, 10 piece, one of 10, yours for the low, low buy it now or best offer price of $99,999.99. <laughs> well, I'm going to go on record and say I did not quite pay that for Marty McFly. <laughs> I hope not. I certainly hope not. Um, I, I, I mean, close. Yeah, Both. I'm sure that it's not worth that. I'm sure that that even that Stanley one's not worth that much. No. That just seems like one of those things where you you put. But I'm looking at. There's a lot of these that are in the thousands of dollars. Um, yeah. For for these, and I guess these limited edition Chase ones and whatnot. So uh, yeah. I appreciate it. it's 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 uh, standing proudly on my desk. It got me through my day today. So I appreciate nice. that. 
Awesome. We have a guest today. We do. We have a guest who I met uh, in person at a lecture that I did in New Orleans. I think it was last year. Oh. Um, and I was, uh, had, we had uh, corresponded online, but I had never met him in person and, and met him in person was surprised that he was just jacked. I mean, just ripped. Um, <laughs> at a solid, probably 48 chest, I would guess. And just like, like polo shirt, but like busting out of the side, like arms, like busting out of the, <laughs> out of the, uh, the elastic. Um, and so it's just like, man, this guy is, is just, is just ripped. And uh, I was impressed. And uh, he has a unique practice model, and he's got got an event coming up. So we wanted to talk about that. So yeah. we'd like to welcome to the show, show from New Orleans, Louisiana, Russell Schaefer. What's up, Russell? Not much, Josh. Good to hear from y'all. How y'all been? I'm, I'm good. Are, what are you crushing on the bench right now? Oh man, um, three fifty a couple weeks just because. Well, right now I've just been uh, actually been going through a. Uh, Matt uh, Stanbridge's stuff with doing keto stuff and just trying to drop weight right now. So mm. all the uh, all the weightlifting stuff is kind of taking a back back end to everything. But um, yeah, I've dropped down like 30, 40 pounds since working with Matt. And I'm looking so a lot thinner you, than you saw me last you're, time. You're shredding? You're in the shredding phase? Pretty much. Pretty much. Just trying not to... More it's just like trying not to eat food. You know, trying to say, okay, let's just not eat <laughs> cake right life. now. It's it's a really tough life, honestly. Uh-huh. You know, so what's oh, your, look at yeah. w- when you're in the gym and you're throwing something up on the bench, like what's what are you throwing up? Like I am assuming you're throwing northwards of two fifty, two seventy five, yeah? Um yeah, you know, I do I do CrossFit actually. I'm that guy who uh oh, who, who does crazy stuff guy. like yeah. exactly I'm that guy. <laughs> and so I get my ass kicked all the time because it's like I'm going on these like against these small little gymnasts who can like easily you know, do 50 pull-ups in, in five minutes. And I'm like, like after like five, I'm like, oh, oh. And they're like, why are you so out of shape? And I'm like, because I'm, I'm 225 pounds that I got weight. Yeah, the, the pull-up, yeah. yeah, the pull-up, I, I, I get that, that it's, you know, it's, it's great and all, and it's a great indicator of, of physical fitness. But I don't think that like Raiders middle linebacker Vontez Perfect can do just a shit ton of, of pull-ups, but I guarantee you he can throw up 225 probably 30 times. And to me, I find that somewhat more impressive. Like I, for something, yeah. And and maybe that's because I've never been the guy that could throw that kind of weight around a gym, and and I'm I'm lucky if I can throw 180 up a few times. Like I just have never had that kind of upper body strength. But I just find that to be more impressive. Like at the combine, when they get those guys and they get 225 on, on the rack, and those offensive linemen are just repping it like it's nothing. I just yeah. find that to be I find that to be enchanting. Oh, those guys are impressive. Like just watching, like, you know, you see these guys who are like, they're literally, you know, lifting two to three to four times their weight sometimes. And it's just amazing yeah. to see. You're like, holy shit. Like anyway, crazy. I'm just always amazed yeah. by those guys. Crazy. So what's the, uh, what's the CrossFit, CrossFit scene like in, in Louisiana? Is they have like, like crawfish etouffee instead of water at the water <laughs> station or what's the, what's, what's the deal? <laughs> just seems like that's a tough city to CrossFit in because it's probably top two or three food cities in the country. I think. I think really, what you do is you just go to good. You know, you do CrossFit and you just go start drinking afterwards. Honestly, afterwards. Yeah, I like get the that. bloody. Nice. Got to get the bloody yeah, exactly. going right you after. Know, yeah, just hurricanes and margaritas and just like just terrible, awful, sugary drinks. But you're like, oh, I did. You know, I did CrossFit for an hour. Therefore, I can I can drink a couple of hurricanes. And that's yeah, not you, a problem. You earned you know? it. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. Deserve that. Exactly. And then like you know, and then you go drink some more. And then in the morning you're just you just kind of go hungover. 
But I think you burn more <laughs> calories hungover, honestly. I mean, it feels I that bet way, you do. Least. Yeah, I bet you do. Your kidneys are like working overtime. So that's that's the Probably. your BMR goes up. Exactly. And you got you got the liver liver, liver inside is getting pumped out and whatnot. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that's like that's a huge part of like the keto program is just, you know, working out a little bit hungover. So you get the, <laughs> like the right hormones. going. Is that on. the way it works? I, I think, think you're going to so. get an I'm email from Standridge correcting you might, on a lot of facts. I might get one, you know. <laughs> I'm going to talk to my trainer. I might no longer be a client of his after this, but I, I just, I, I get a feeling that's, that's how it works. You know, it's all hormonal, you know. No, but <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Speaking of something that's all hormonal, you have a interesting practice model. Um, I, I just think overall you have an interesting practice model. Tell us a little bit about your practice model. Well, you know, um, my whole practice is based off of how much I really hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I love dentures, you know, like I just do dentures all the time and I'm that one guy, like, give me a lower denture any day over doing a crown on number 30. Like I would, if I could never wow. do another crown really? in my life. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Holy moly. We could give not me, be more polar opposites. <laughs> no, I am that weird guy. Everyone's like, wait, you like, you like dentures? And then like, I came from a practice beforehand. I did Medicaid dentistry with cool smiles. And I actually like I actually like I like working on kids. It's fun, but like I'm the one dentist who said, "Yeah, give me a whole practice full of kids and grandmas with no with no bone for dentures." So, wow. so are you an admitted drug addict? I mean, is, is drugs involved here? I mean, drinking is involved, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it just maybe okay. I, maybe I just do dentures, so I have an excuse to drink. But no, in all okay. seriousness, I just I just love the stuff, man. There, it's I mean, it's. Wow. It's kind of nice just because, you know, you, you see how many just crappy dentures are out there and like just no one's really making high quality dentures. There are not many places are making high True. quality dentures for a good price. Yep. And I mean, just how much, how many times do you, you see a denture like, oh, wow, this is just a POS, but the patient loves it. And how many times yeah. do you see this amazing built denture? The patient's like, I hate this thing. And you kind yeah. of wonder just like what sort of poor communication was done, you know, through the whole process. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that's sort of the thing I, I remember most from removable is that from my dental dental school experience is that it's fifty percent prosthodontics and fifty percent like behavioral management and and uh-huh. psychology, and so that's just the part that none of us really want to do it. We want to pick up a handpiece and go. And and with dentures, it's a lot of sitting and listening to people and just being almost like. Uh, a therapist for them, <laughs> as sad yeah. as it sounds. And uh, it really is a lost art. It's a dying art. And uh, I'm glad there's guys out there that are, are picking up the uh, the uh, the mantle and, and taking it on. Because I, I really just don't think, you know, in today's world of digital stuff and all that, and, and we'll get into digital stuff with dentures, but it's just, it seems like it's, it's not the sexiest thing to do. And so younger, you know, the young, talented people in lab tech school and in dental school are, are wanting to go other ways, like with hybrids and stuff like that. And, and this yeah. whole, whole generation of people are, are getting lo- left over. So, um, good for you. What, what oh, how many you. dentures do you make a month? Uh, it depends on the month. You know, honestly, like pretty much when tax return season hits, I get busy for March and April and May. And then like September, everything kind of dies, like everything else in dentistry. Um, I'm about to get busy again with everyone trying to use their insurance benefits. So kind of my goal is to almost like a good day for my practice if I'm, if I'm starting six arches in a day, you oh know, but typically I'm, starting around, typically I'm starting around maybe one to two arches a day. Oh, God, wow. Russell, you're making my head hurt. Oh, man, but I'm it's gonna, fun. I'm going to start I drinking I don't now. think I've started six arches in a year. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. 
But wow. Like, like, the nice thing about those, like you do a lower denture and if someone says, no, you did a shitty lower denture, you, you just say, what's well, a lower denture? Like, what, what do you expect? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I do like that. I, I mean, do yeah. like that, but it's, yeah. It's a low, you know, like when someone comes saying my lower denture like removes, you just say, well, yeah. So what do you want to do about it? you know, anyway. I guess it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a level of caring, but also realizing that it's not, you know, I, I do the best I can, but I uh-huh. can't do miracles without implants. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that we have guys like you around because I, I don't remember the last time I saw, um, you know, a, a course, especially a multi-day course specifically generated around removable prosthodontics. And yeah. uh, I think you you got something going. Do you uh, you have some details you want to talk about as far as your course coming up? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm I'm doing a course on November eighth and 9th in New Orleans. Um, it's called Dentures Fit. Um, sorry, Dentures Fit Bite and Smile. You know, that's kind of what my mind is like. How you break a denture down, and kind of the goal is just to teach a dentist. You know, first of all, how do you make a denture? Like, what what do I think is the important way of making a denture? Because I, I agree with a lot of the stuff I was taught in dental school, even though I hate to say that. On the other hand, like there's certain <laughs> stuff I do with dentures that I don't do anymore. Like I don't use a um, Facebook, for example, and that might be heresy to hear from a from a prosthodontist to hear. Like they might take mm. away my license from hearing that. Probably. But, like, Facebooks just aren't really quite that needed for every single denture. Or like, but what about a gothic arch tracing? Uh, you now, got I, me. You got me, Lance. I had that shit chambered for later, oh, and you oh, just really? oh, yeah. Oh. Damn oh, it. Man, I, but I love I just, that device. So, so ever since actually our, our, our wonderful, better crossfitting friend, Baron Grutter, created a gothic arch tracer for like digital stuff. Like, uh-huh. man, it's just been so much better to do gothic arch tracing. Like I, I do it for some of my cases for digital because it just works. But like traditional gothic arch tracing is kind of a pain in the butt, honestly, to do. Compared to like kind what of? Baron's got. Kind, kind of. of. Takes like 17 extra steps. And like, exactly. yeah, you'll nail the bite, but it's at what cost? At yeah. what uh-huh. cost? Your sanity is the answer. Like, right. you'll be there for hours. And you'll be like, why does this? Wait, wait. The problem is the first time you do it, you're going to mess it up. And then you'll mess it up the second time. And it takes like four or five times to actually know how to do it. And you just end up hating the whole process is the problem with Garth Garth tracing. So True. So tell us about uh, about uh, days, dates, uh, look, venue. Uh, is there social events? Is there gumbo involved? Are there any beignets? Um, you know what? I think right now. What are, I'm sorry. In the background, I've got a puppy who's just who's demanding all attention. Um, but anyway, so pretty much, I just got a you know November eighth, ninth in New Orleans. Just flying in. We got a Marriott. I think uh, the Friday night where game plans are to have some uh, adult beverages party. Not uh, quite sure yes. just where yet. Maybe at a local restaurant. Maybe somewhere else is kind of a fun venue. Keep it pretty easy, you know. Um, really, my, my biggest goal for the whole course, honestly, is that I, a lot of people are coming to come see the course because I, I love Blue Sky Bio with doing digital dentures. Uh-huh. And um, I, my goal is that everyone leaves the course having made about four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten arches of digital wow. dentures. You know, because I think that's what people want to see. It's like, okay, well, how do I do stuff in a digital realm? Like that's stuff right. that's, yeah. it's yeah. hard to do unless you have somebody saying, okay, let's walk you through the steps of, you know, well, let's hate to say cookie cutter it, but let's just kind of go through the steps of this is how you make a denture, you know? And yeah, um, yeah. my goal, my goal is saying, let's make dentures amazing. Let's make some amazing yeah. dentures and for, let's try to figure out how to make a, a denture for 50 bucks an arch. And All right. Let's doable. get on. Now, uh, now let's is it get right on, downtown? Uh, Marriott right there near Canal Street or where 
it's, or it's is a it Marriott, a suburb? It's, 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 it's a Marriott off a suburb. It's pretty much, I, I like the Marriott's that are, it's actually a Marriott that's literally within walking distance of my house. Okay. Because that, that, that way you can, you can come to my house and party. And then literally, if we just all just crash in my house, you can just go walk back <laughs> to the hotel room. Stagger. Exactly, just stagger in, and then we'll make dentures, you know, for for a couple hours, and maybe we'll do bloody okay. marys if I can just sneak in the sneak in the liquor. Okay, so. we've got to get on Cafe Press and get some red hats, red baseball hats that say "Make dentures great again." Going, I, 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 I would, but I, I'd, I'd end up pissing off like half the people. In that yeah. Case. How you about know. how about uh, one a, a red hat, white embroidered that says "Make lower dentures great for the first time ever" because they've they've always been shitty. I, uh, is I that too it. many letters, too many words to go. fit on a hat? I, I think no, we can make that work. You know, we, I make lower dentures work. So how hard is that? Yeah, if be, you can then? do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you know who Nadir Sharifi is? I know the name. I can't think. Okay. Of it. I, yeah, he, he's a prosthodontist in in Chicago that I'm friends with, and and I went to a course done by Nadir once, and and he um, it was a hands on course, and he he had a, a live patient, and of course it was it was a fairly cherry picked live patient. It was a really good ridge um, with with good space everywhere, and and good like like shelves to support the lower denture, and he was actually able to get some suction on the lower denture, mm-hmm. um, and and that just stunned me and I've never been able to, to replicate it, but he was doing like hydrocast and that sort of stuff. And so st- a lot of stuff was done ahead of time. It was kind of like a cooking show where, yeah. you know, you, you whip everything up, put it in the oven and then immediately pull it out in a tray. It was ca- that kind of deal. So there was a yeah. lot of stuff that was probably done behind the scenes that we didn't see. Um, mm-hmm. but, but to see a denture that, that had some suction on the lower, um, even albeit on a, on a big ridge where you probably are, are where that's much more favorable. It was still really cool to see. Oh yeah, I've seen. I mean, uh, I've every now and then I get lucky, and you get a, a denture that on the lower that suction has some suction to it. Um, I just always kind of like when people say they get suction on the dentures on a routine basis, I kind of laugh a little bit because I'm like, show me, you know, your patient with like just regular ridge. Right, that's but, the thing. I mean, it's it has to be cooked up a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Like, and every time I watch the look at the suction lower dentures, I'm like, oh, you mean a patient has a giant ridge, and like it would be easy to just place a couple implants here. You know, right. oh, they get they get good suction. Oh, yeah. How about you show me the little lady that has like no bone left? Let's, right. Let's there's, do that. Yeah, case. there's no such thing. Yeah, yeah there's no such exactly. thing. Cool. Well, I'm excited. If I wasn't speaking that day, I was I, I looked at my calendar and was actually disappointed. I'm going to be in uh, in Pittsburgh that day speaking. I really I could use it. I really need some help at it. Not so much for a lot of it's not so much making my own. Like, I, you know, I, I think I had a, a message, a messenger uh, interaction with you about uh, trying to, you know, get someone else's denture to to fit a little bit better and whatnot. It's just something that, man, I just feel like I should be better at it. I'm not, and there's not really any place to go to get any better at it. And so I'm glad that you're, you're setting this up. You'll be the Frank Spear of dentures. That's a great thing. Uh, (laughs) Man, man, I feel like that's, that's kind of like putting a pretty high bar. That's kind of like saying, you know, like, oh yeah, let me see like Earl Pound or like, uh, or Mossad, you know? Yeah. Let's do one of those. Yeah. That's hard. That's a high bar there, man. (laughs) We'll get into some of those guys, buddy. We'll get into some of those guys. I can't wait for the questions we got for you tonight. I'm looking forward to him, man. Very good. Well, Russell, Lance, this is an advice show. A shitty one. Yes. I hear that. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We start to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Fuck no. 
We don't want a bunch of boring <laughs> questions. Like, what's the best denture course of all time? Because we all know that dentures, fit, bite, and smile is the greatest denture course ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one. Now, caveat, I've discussed this with Lance and Russell already. This is a question we did at our VOD live show. And it was such a, just a cherry pop and daddy of a denture question <laughs> that I figured it was time for us to go back and revisit it. Cause I actually show it in pretty much every lecture that I do when I talk about the show. Oh. So, um, this, this question is always at the top of my mind. It's one of my most favorite questions we've ever done. And it's not really even a question, but it's just such a great epitome of the Reddit experience on the yeah. subreddit of dentistry that it's just magnificent. So Reddit user, Billy Mac 814 asks, a few weeks ago, I asked about dentures and insurance here, and I came to the conclusion I could either afford the cheapest dentures available or I could try to make my own. I promise I'd post my results. The one on the left is my first attempt, and the right is what I had. I'll add more in a comment. Now, I sent this to you guys, and obviously I understand this is an audio medium where yeah. the listeners cannot see this, but Lance, you'll post this on Funny Shit for Dentists and Dental Team members. I sure will. I'm looking at this picture here. Are you guys looking at the picture? Uh-huh. I am. So on the uh, on the right-hand side, we see a what I would call a trial denture. Is that what you guys would call that? Yeah. I agree to that. Yeah. yeah. It's um, what looks to be a well-extended, well-impressioned denture. Would you guys agree? Uh, yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. This guy made the impressions himself. I'll, I'll get into all of that because I've actually interacted with this gentleman. I, I messaged oh. with him a bunch on Reddit because I just had to find out more about him. Really? Okay. But he set... So so the first denture has six anterior teeth, canine uh-huh. to canine. Yeah. And behind that is just like blocks of, of pink acrylic, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Russell, have you seen that that technique before done in taught in prosthodontics and whatnot? The, the uh, idea I mean- of... I guess I've seen this, I've seen like this sort of denture come up from someone like the, uh, like I've seen this sort of denture technique come out like from like the local like DSO chains where they'll okay. just do like a really just a front teeth denture, if that yeah. makes sense. And I guess it makes sense because they leave with a smile, but that's about it, you know? Yeah. So do you, have you ever heard of a guy named Turbifol? I have. Yeah. yeah. He's Jack an Turbifol. old process. I can't remember. What's his first name? Jack. Jack yeah, Turbifol. Jack. Um, I went to elementary school with a kid named Richard Turby Phil, and uh, for some freaking reason, I still remember that name. So every time I think of Jack Turbifil, I think of Richard Turby Phil, and, and they're not the same guy, surprisingly. You, you, you keep thinking of Dick? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so <laughs> Turbifil used to teach this technique of like, you always make two dentures, there's always a trial denture, that, that his whole deal was like, you make a single unit crown, you make a provisional. You make mm-hmm. an FPD, you make a provisional. Everything okay. we do in prosthodontics, we make a freaking provisional, except for dentures, and it's stupid. You should make a provisional. So he would make a provisional denture, and he would do it just like this, where he did the, the, the front teeth, and he would call it an e-denture, an aesthetics denture. And he was just trying to find his fox plane and, and find his incisal edge and all that. And the back teeth would all just be basically lumped out of pink acrylic, and he would just grind on the pink acrylic to get the bite right. Mm-hmm. So this is like an old school, like turbiful technique. And then he would, once he got all that, then that's what he would use to get his records and all that stuff and make the final denture, which is what you see, I guess, on the left. On the left. Mm-hmm. So this, this non-dentist, non-trained person figured this out? Yeah. So I messaged this guy because I was just, 
It was like Clarice Starling, like, and when she becomes obsessed with Hannibal Lecter, right? Like, she just, like, she decided she was obsessed and no more. How were the fava beans? Yeah. yeah. All, the other thing that I thought of when I was telling that story, and I uh-huh. mentioned Clarice Starling before, was do you remember in that scene where she goes to the prison the first time uh-huh. and one of the guys throws cum on her? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Why did she want to keep going back after that? Like, after that, like, I'm done. I'm, I don't need this anymore. Once I've I don't had sperm need... on my hair, I, I'm never going I'm back. out. Yeah. I'm going home. I'm, I'm, get, I'm taking a shower. I'm not leaving again for the rest of the night. But she kept nope. going back. I know. Uh, I she... guess that's what she liked. So I, I messaged with this guy, and I don't know where he got it in his mind, this whole deal of I can only afford the cheapest one or I can make it myself. But he uh-huh. started watching Joe Massad videos on YouTube. Uh, and okay. apparently there's a bunch of Joe Massad on YouTube. I think I think Dense Black Calk puts a bunch of that out. So he just watched videos and videos and videos. And so he told me that he ordered a bunch of stuff from like Henry Schein China um, and eBayed a bunch of stuff. And <laughs> so... Yeah, so he took exactly white, uh, white whitening. Um, he took an alginate impression. He learned how to mix alginate. He took an alginate impression with like a tray that he got online. Then used that to make a custom tray, and ordered the custom tray material. Then used custom tray and polyvinyl siloxane. I mean, he did it just like we would have done it. And he board yeah. molded with PVS, just like Massad would do. And then he uh, made a record base, and he got like a cheap triad machine. And and base plate wax and did that and got his jaw relations and then set his teeth and did a wax try in and then he got flasks and he he like did wow. did cold cure mm-hmm. acrylic and, and flasked the denture you know mm-hmm. just like you would have done you know I I don't know as if anybody does it exactly that way anymore with with the new stuff that we have but I mean he really he really like I'm looking at these dentures and and when somebody says like oh I made my own denture I just imagine like some bubble gum. And you know a white chiclet and some some, some Billy paper Bob clip team. or something, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. it's just going to be horrible. And certainly these aren't great. And I'm looking at a few things here, and I'm looking at like the posterior occlusion on the one on the left, yeah. and uh-huh. his planes are off, and and he's 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 garbage some stuff up. But right. for someone who's not a dentist or a lab tech doing this, <laughs> yeah. it's really freaking impressive. It's very amazing. So well, I, mean, I mean his. His carve on his gingiva is really nice. His extensions on his flanges look pretty nice. He's got his yeah. his uh, his um, shit. I just blanked on those <laughs> the things that you get. <laughs> Jesus, this is how bad I am at dentures. <laughs> the the things that connect the freaking lip to the gingiva. Oh my god, I just freedom, totally freedom. spaced freedom. Yeah, all his freedom. freedoms are. God dang. <laughs> wow, I totally just. Brain, my brain just froze on that yeah, one. Yeah, he, he's he's got all his frenums like border molded appropriately. Like Russell, when you look at this, like, are you somewhat impressed that someone who doesn't know what the hell they're doing made these? Oh, I, I am super impressed right now. Honestly, like I'm looking at this guy, and I'm thinking about some of the Facebook pages I'm on. I'm on um my favorite Facebook page actually is something called Oral Architects, which is like this love whole that. removable <laughs> removable denture group. Yep, and I think there's this love of removable denture guys. I mean, removable technicians to be like, what's the ugliest teeth we can possibly make that fit in someone's mouth? <laughs> it's it's like yeah. something we did, they just you know like it's like oh man, I talked to this guy into doing a C four shade, and like we just did it. We he's, he has an underbite and like we put some amalgams in there, some gold foil, and that's just beautiful, and people will love it. Yeah, you they know? love the craftsmanship. They love the craftsmanship, and 
this is kind of like this is just amazing because you could say you could see this on the denture group being like, oh yeah, I made this. This patient wanted a three, and they just want to have a little diastema right there, and <laughs> you know, and like the buccal cord on the left is a little bit off, but that's just kind of how you know that's the smile he wanted. He didn't want to look too perfect, and to to me, like this guy right here could clearly get a job like as a denture technician. I mean, that's that's just phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. That was my discussion with him. So he's a, a woodworker and a carpenter. So he obviously uh, has some hand skills and like he knows yep. how to work a Dremel and stuff like that. So th- those skills obviously came into play. But still, like just not knowing what like how to play with acrylic and and all that, like this is this is impressive. And I told him, you know, you really should if you can't afford a denture, even the cheapest denture, you should at least take a look at going into like go to lab tech school and learn how to do this because. If this is just you dicking around on 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 oh, YouTube, yeah. I feel like there's a real real proficiency here. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm still amazed by this guy, and and I honestly think if you if you gave me all the stuff, and I mean all of it, like the flasks and all of that, and I had to physically make a denture, I don't know if I could do it this well. Yeah, no. yeah, I agree. Like like heck, I like printing them honestly because it just takes so much less work than doing this stuff right here. Right. You know, yeah, oh yeah. For sure. No one wants to flask anything, but this guy did it, man. No. Crazy. Crazy. Exactly. Question two. Reddit user Panja03 asks, what are the latest materials and cutting edge technologies used in denture dentistry? Hi, I will have to wear a denture very soon, but I wonder what are the best technologies right now on the market and pros and cons related to each of them? What are the best websites which provide info on the latest and what dental labs in the UK are most advanced? Many thanks. So I was trying to think of, of some of the like cool, super cool new stuff that you you might learn, um, you know, if you're going to get really into into the you know 21st century dentures, and you know, I thought I thought for sure like rubber base would be would be part of that. Well, you know, you got to go a little more advanced now. So I think that really doing plaster models, okay, you know, like where you yeah. paint the plaster in there, and then um, the, the real trick also is like have a good stock of ebony around, you know, so you oh can yeah, teeth back. <laughs> You know, that, sure. that's, where, that's where really where the, that's really where the stuff comes from, you know, like people expect high end. Right. Yeah. And plaster yeah. and ebony is where it's at. What, what's your thought on uh Lance or green stick compound? I feel like is, is, is pretty cutting edge. I mean, that's like, you know, when, when I look at Baron Gruder's YouTube page, there's a lot of stuff on there about green stick compound. Uh huh. I'm I'm more about a green stick fracture when it comes to. Uh, all I would of that. Ra- I would rather have a green stick fracture to my face than uh-huh. have, use green stick compound on a patient. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's where I where I draw the line. Yeah. And this is where in my notes I have gothic arch tracing device written down. So thanks oh, yeah? for shitting on that one. But I mean, I mean, so, y'all should really check out this term blue sky bio though. Like, there's this new red stick compound that blue sky bio is coming out with that's just phenomenal. Like, it's just off the charts. Sounds you know, great. Corey Glenn just making it work. And <laughs> I'm just always impressed by it. You know, the man's just an innovator beyond our times. He is. Yeah. Changing that melting point for sure exactly. is, uh, exactly. is, is, a, is a great is a great thing. Um, have you guys. So for anyone who doesn't know what a gothic arch tracing device is, I, I'm trying to think how to describe it. But there's um, like a metal plate that goes on the roof of the upper record base. And sometimes that metal plate will have like some paint or something like that on it, have a layer of some color. And then there's like a wing nut <laughs> that goes on the lower, <laughs> right? Am, am I missing yeah, uh-huh. anything here? This is nope. about right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
Pretty much. And you adjust the wing nut up and down, and that's how you adjust the vertical. And so it's mm-hmm. that's actually, I think, the coolest part of it. It's like just being in, not having to like mess around with adding wax or taking wax away. You just adjust this wing nut, and you get the vertical where you want it from like looking at the profile of the patient. And then... <laughs> Yeah, then I guess it automatically puts them in CR or something like it's a deprogrammer, I guess, sort of. And then you just have them grind their like up, down, you know, grind forward, grind back, grind left, grind right. And it marks the little plate on the maxilla. And that, I guess, shows the lab tech something. What? I don't know. I have no idea how that works from there. But uh, I do like that about the Gothic Arch Tracing devices that you can just adjust the vertical like, like, like you're putting together some Ikea furniture. Well, the, 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 the way the gothic architecture really works, it just kind of just pisses off the patient so much that all they really do is they're just like, they're just like I, I give up. I'm not going to bite in my front, okay? I'll bite in the back. <laughs> they and just want it out of there. They're, yeah. like, they're like, okay, I'll, I'll do what you want to do. You know, and that's what the nice thing about it is. They just say, okay, I, I can't do a really dumb bite by going like that really weird protrusive, protrusive right. that someone's going to do. They're like, okay, I got to bite in the back just because otherwise Dr. Schaefer won't take this out of my mouth. Right, and you know you save it for those patients that just they just won't bite right, and you're like, no, this isn't right. I know it isn't right, and yeah, so it's really the best way of doing it. <laughs> I I don't remember who it was, but I went to a lecture one time, and they talked about using Gothic arch tracing devices on dentate patients to find CR, and I really? literally wanted to murder myself, like just in the <laughs> wow. lecture, like like slit my wrists, like. <laughs> Not wow. horizontal, absolutely vertical, up just, and down, and just bleed out all over the place. Like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, having oh. a, you have to have like a, basically, you still have to have a record base made that just has all this uh-huh. stuff in it, even though they're dentate, and going through all this rigmarole for a freaking CR record, like, oh. it's insanity. Insanity. Wow. No, that's, no mas. I yeah. really do, oh. I love the idea and hear me out here. I love the idea of someone like using ExoCAD to design a custom tray and like uh-huh. printing it out and doing all like the August de Oliveira and Baron Gruder shit and Russell Schaefer shit. And then using that 3D printed custom tray to make a rubber base impression. I just love that sort of marrying uh-huh. the old with the new. It'd be sort of like getting, uh, putting uh, XM Sirius satellite radio and a model t i just that's <laughs> i love that that juxtaposition of that one day i will do that just to just to say that i've done it uh-huh. Ru- russ i know uh, you're a 3d printing guy yeah yeah no i'm, I'm actually you're actually making uh, i've got some old rubber base from my old the guy i bought from yeah and you want to use about, it I, I'm, I'm actually you, you've just inspired me I, mean, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect this right now but i'm actually inspired to do this tomorrow you know on somebody that i just hate yeah, you know, just, like, let's find let's find the one person I don't really want to ever see again. Let's do uh-huh. some rubber base on them. Like, like, hey, yeah, remember this- when you got a perm? Let's relive that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And it'll be next. Uh, I think I should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be wonderful. What What are you using your three D printer for besides Thanos figurines? I mean, I mean, I guess I'm using <laughs> it for Wolverine figurines and D and D figurines, and uh, yeah, Deadpool. You know, you got a Deadpool. Um, um, Black Panther, my, uh, receptionist child loves Black Panther. So he gets, you know, a bunch of Black Panthers and Pokemon. Uh, no, but I, I, I'd use it for, uh, I, I just love it for dentures, honestly. Dentures and, um, I'm doing the stuff that Colin Lathrop's doing, like where he's doing these crazy full mouth rehabs with composite and, you know, he sends it off to a great little digital lab that does ExoCAD on them. And you do these crazy digital wax ups within a day. 
just from, I guess, some guys out of uh, Belarus who were just cranking out these uh, crowns. And it's just cool stuff, honestly. I love this stuff. So no, how far thanks. are you taking it? Are you actually printing stuff that goes in people's mouths, like as oh, a prosthetic? Oh. oh, yeah, all the time. I got one I'm delivering tomorrow. Uh, you know, we just we print out the base, snap some, uh, you know, snap some nobilium teeth in there, uh, process that, and then just call it a day, you know, and they look they look pretty darn good, honestly, especially for the cost, man. Like, you know, like dentures cost like $200, $300 an arch for like a cheaper denture. And the fact that we can make them for like 20 to 50 bucks per arch is phenomenal. So, and, wow. and is that part of what's going to be in your course just to oh, keep pimping is. the course? Okay. Good. Well, I, I, good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're, you're, you're really good at pimping. Honestly, Josh, I'm pretty impressed. I'm uh, I'm going to about to pimp for a big company and hear me out here. Um, I, I really do like, you know, we talked about flasking earlier, but I really do like Ivo Clar's Ivo press system. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've done uh, mm-hmm. many of those like pressed acrylic ones. Um, but man, those are, those are hard and, and really shiny and nice. And you can tell mm-hmm. when you adjust them, you know, how dense that, that like how cross-linked that monomer is, like how, how, how dense that acrylic is. And I've, I've been impressed by that. What are your thoughts on some of those like injection press molded things? I, you know, I love the injection press. My lab actually hand packs a lot of his stuff. But, like, he's also an old-school denture tech, Tim Lane. He's phenomenal yeah. as well. But I think it's one of those things that, like, the just the hand-packing is hard to do compared to, like, the IvoPress. You know, the right. IvoPress just makes it so much easier. And it just makes it so you don't have that huge learning curve that so many so many denture techs, I think, have. When they're first starting out, you just have all these, like, failures. And I think the IvoPress just makes things just... When I see them, they're beautiful-looking dentures, you know. But I also respect the guys who do it by hand. Kind of like when you see a guy who still hand stacks porcelain just because he knows how to do it. Yeah, it's a lost art. I mean, I just feel like there's a lot of people who don't, who, who oh, yeah. have lost that skill set. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I, I suspect that by the time we're retiring, you know, like people are not going to be hand packing dentures just because they'll be printing them or Ivo pressing them or milling them, you know, because it'll right. just be kind of gone. Lance, the typical denture, if you're going to order a denture, do you, is, are you asking for a certain acrylic or anything like that? Are you asking for an Ivo press in, in, or Ivo cap or whatever it's called? Where are you at today, Lance? Are you just asking for like the standard Lucitone 199? What are you, what are you looking at? I, I leave it up to the, my lab technician to give me, he, he knows what I want it to look like. Uh, I probably don't know what the material it is that he's using. Um, but I, I like them to look like Arian Deutsch is one of my favorite lab techs. Uh, Eugene Rosenger, they do great mm-hmm. uh, hand um, bespoke type uh, acrylic. I have no idea what the material is, but it, it just looks like tissues. It doesn't have those little purple little mm-hmm. fiber looking things in there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what they do. Um, I just know that I, that's the way I want it to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's probably some Lucitone stuff, and then yeah, like you said, that's that's an art that like when those guys go, like they're going to take that art with them. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, you, and you look at stuff. I mean, Arian Deutsch and Eugene are just phenomenal denture guys. Like I see their they stuff are. being posted on Facebook, and I'm just like, that stuff just looks phenomenal. You know, anyway, yeah. I'm always like I'm tissue. always impressed by them. Yeah, exactly. Like they just, you know, it comes out beautiful, and patients come back happy, and that's all it really. You know, when when a patient doesn't come back complaining, they're like, oh, this looks beautiful, and they don't come back for an yeah. adjustment. You're like, oh wow, that was that was wonderful. You know. Yeah, and if you, you said this sure. guy's first name is Arian because that's a tough look. <laughs> yeah, Arian Deutsch <laughs> in, in Surprise, Arizona, uh, and it's spelled A R Y A N. No, A R I A N. Okay, good. 
Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think yeah, his last name is, 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 is Deutsch, right? It's D-E-U- it is Deutsch. D-E-U-T-S-E-H. Uh-huh. It sounds like it could be a fake. My name is Ali in German. I mean, that's what it translates to. Almost, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, that's, can we, did he come from Argentina? Because we need to do some digging on like what, what may be in the, how old is this guy? Yeah, he, uh, 35, 40. He's uh, from Okay, all right. So, yeah, are his parents from Argentina? Did they migrate? <laughs> they they could have been. They could have been. I've talked about my love for uh, baking shows before. And, uh-huh, and a couple years have. ago, they had, uh, it was like Christmas gingerbread bake-off or something like that. And it was <laughs> these two teams that made these big, elaborate gingerbread sculptures. And one of the teams had this woman from, from Argentina <laughs> who had the <laughs> thickest German accent of all time, and she was probably 65, uh-huh. 70 years old. Uh-huh. And it was it, it was just such a, like the elephant in the room uh-huh. of no one wanted to mention that this lady's parents were Nazis. And uh-huh. she's making this like very, what you, you know, like these gingerbread houses she's making look like they came from Dusseldorf, right? They look like... <laughs> like black forest <laughs> cuckoo clocks and nice. no one is bringing it up. No one's like, you're, so you're from Argentina. You don't have a Spanish accent at all. No one's, no one brought it up once. And I, I just, I was just wanted to see how long they could make it and, and not bring That's it awesome. up. And they went the whole season. So I just mm. don't know how you <laughs> go the whole season without asking, tell me about your family. How about that? <laughs> and they never once just everyone else. They asked, they did not ask her. It was really great. So, shouts to Arian Deutsch. We're on to you. We know what's happening. (laughs) Question three. Redditor9 asks, why are dentists so mean? For real. (laughs) Been to five different ones in the city I live, and they are all such meanies. My teeth are in bad shape from enamel loss, I admit, but they are not gross. I keep my mouth clean, but literally all the dentists I've been to are just downright mean. Like, do you only like to work on people who just need a small cavity done? Because that's the impression I'm getting. Lance, why are you such a meanie? Well, I've, I've come from a long line of assholes. <laughs> and uh, it, it's honestly, it's, it's a gift. It's been uh, passed on through the generations. My family business is hating. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I would say that of the three of us I think Russell is probably by far the nicest oh clearly because yeah because he just has to sit and listen to people complain about their lower dentures being loose and that's uh-huh. just like Lance and I just don't do that no and so that's the that's the teal um, Russell have you ever been called a meanie by a patient oh, oh, oh well you know the I'm I'm really mean when they find out that my dentures are like somewhat over a hundred dollars a bar so they're like wait 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 you're gonna charge me like more than like three hundred dollars for a set of dentures wow that, that's way too much money i'm like okay fine well how do you know how, they're like how do you expect me to afford these dentures and i'm like well you know you, you pay me like other people do and i give you a good product and you know so I, i'm i'm nice as long I, I think i imagine both of y'all are pretty nice as long as i get paid you know otherwise yeah. I, I i'm otherwise i i i'm sorry i can't help everyone so I think that we're mean because we we want to make we want to make a living, <laughs> you know. But I guess we all are mean just because we should be taking care of people that lost their enamel. I don't know how yeah. she lost it. Probably she probably got you know I don't know how she lost it. Probably it was probably from her parents, honestly. You know, maybe or maybe the baby sucked all the calcium out of her teeth, right? Yeah, it was the yeah, baby. That's always calcium. Yeah, yeah. Not, Here's the thing. Bull. That little bitch. 
when, when I hear, I met five people, I, I had conflicts with five different people. Uh-huh. What's the one constant in all five exactly. of those interactions? I, I was just going to well, say, the, the common denominator is you, you little bitch. I don't know. So I'm going to stand up for a second here. Okay. If I meet five other dentists, generally they're uh-huh. all pricks. Honestly, yeah, like I don't. That's she, true. she, she, it's she's not a wrong. Reasonable, there's a reasonable <laughs> chance here that she went to five just dentists were all just assholes too. So the, I mean, yeah, that, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not discounting that. I mean, she uh-huh. she could have gone to the guy with the hat and <laughs> the. <laughs> You hope um, not, because she could have. <laughs> and and all the all the other four people who are associated with with that, um, the, Place yes, I like mean she, chicken. Yeah, exactly. She she could have got. I mean, it may have just it may just be bad luck. But also, if I'm driving down the road and on my way home, five different people honk and scream at me, mm-hmm. like at some point I'm going to think, wait a second. Was it, did I do so, like, am I driving with a hooker's leg hanging out of the back of my truck? Uh-huh, again. Or, or are they all, is it, did I just happen to run across five assholes? And I think, I'm, I'm not saying it's even money, but I think it's at least a, a two-thirds percent chance. Yeah. Or maybe maybe a, a 60% chance mm-hmm. that it's her and then a, a 40% chance that she just got unlucky five times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. That sounds about right. What do you think the odds are of just like opening your your local yellow pages and randomly selecting five dentists that all five will be assholes? Do you think that's a 20% chance? Well, my, my experience has been I go to study clubs and meetings and things like that. And to be fair, most dentists are assholes. So there's I, a good chance with... I do find there's, but a lot of that is that a lot of that assholedom is passive aggressive. So that's the kind of deal where they'd be kind of nice to you there, but then just not follow through or not help or overbill or, you know, um, uh, overcode or or that kind of stuff. I do find there's a lot of dentists who are very, very nice, but Mm -hmm. on the back end are are slimy, are snakes on they're They're nice up front, but snakes in the rear. And I think right. we know a few people who who maybe fit that description. No one wants a snake in the rear. No one. <laughs> no one wants a snake in the rear. Um, but no, I think like you said, like, I think maybe maybe one out of five dentists fit in that description as being just terrible individuals. Like just like they're always mean to everybody. Like you know, they just they're just you never want to be around them. Yeah. If they don't I'm recommend mean to, sugar-free tooth, uh, uh, yeah. Gum. Oh yeah. It, if I'm mean to a patient, though, generally speaking, it has nothing to do with what their needs are. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with what their attitude is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if they're yep. if it, 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 it all has to do with attitude, it's nothing because she says here, it, it's like you only want to work on people who just need a small cavity done. That right? What, what your treatment plan yeah. doesn't affect it at all. It's the attitude that you have when I walk in the room when I'm asking you questions. Are you answering what I asked? Are you going off on tangents about how you should sue the last guy? You know, all that, all that kind of stuff, you know, those are all, those are all like red flags. And when I get that sort of, um, when I get that rough attitude from a patient, I'm, I'm much more willing to mirror that attitude back. So I would say, I think a lot of dentists are mirrors, um, at least good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think good dentists are mirrors and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, if yeah. a patient comes in 
you know, and is real abrupt and just wants real quick, da, 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 we can do that. And if somebody really uh-huh. shows a genuine interest and in whatnot, we can do that. But yeah. if you come in acting like a dick, like I'm going to give it right back to you. And especially if you're a dick to someone on my team and they told me oh, that, yeah. you're, oh, you're yeah. going to get, you're going to oh, get yeah. some, you're, you're going to get three inches of fury, as I like to say. Uh, see, to me, the one red flag here is whenever someone tells me they keep their mouth clean, uh-huh. I automatically Yeah, they know, really like, do. Yeah. The, 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 like, like whenever someone says, yeah, I brush three times a day. Okay. Yeah, you do. But that's why you have, you know, we got cavities all over the place. Like no one who has a clean mouth ever tells me, oh yeah, I keep my mouth clean. That's just something they never tell me. I never right, hear right. that from them. Uh-huh. So I guess it's kind of like, kind of like when I do dentures and someone says people know me for my smile. If someone says people know me for my smile, they know me, they know you because you've got a terrible smile. And <laughs> yes. Front teeth. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. You're missing number eight and number 10 and. Number number nine is kind of on the way out as well. Yeah, bless her heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this person only has one other post on Reddit. No. <sighs> it's in Ask Docs, which I guess is to ask physicians um, okay. or dentists in Buttfuck East Texas. Um, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot where. <laughs> Alvin, Dennis and Alvin, Texas. Okay. Um, and it's about surgery to... Cur- I'll just read it. Okay. 5'10", 129 pounds, female, 26. Like, okay, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I guess they need some of that, but like, huh. I, all right. <laughs> I, I guess we're not used to boiling shit down like that, uh, but cool. So, I mean, tall and lean, nice. 26, <laughs> nice. All right. Hello. I need to have surgery to correct bone displacement. I've been told it's very routine, but I'm a bit scared because I have AV block heart arrhythmia, both Mobitz 1 and 2 on separate occasions, mostly Winkenbach. <laughs> it does cause syncope. Finally, a medical word I know. I know what that one is. It does cause syncope frequently. I've had it for about eight years. I told the surgeon about this, but I've never had surgery before. I'm a bit afraid. I have had an eating disorder. I wonder if that maybe has something to do with the soft enamel. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. We're Sherlock Holmes in it over here. Um, although not practiced those issues for about one year, I did not include this in my medical history, though. I'm scared about having anesthesia given heart rhythm problems. Will it be okay? Um, I, I just, again, like you're asking strangers on Reddit that you don't know who they are and you're taking their word above a surgeon that's actually met you, done a physical event, examination, evaluation of you and spoken with you in person with records and with imaging and with all of that stuff. And yet you ask the, the people that you don't know who they are. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I've, this surprise. Well, like I said, like she clearly just doesn't trust doctors at all and just wants someone from the internet to agree with her. And I, uh, yeah. yeah. Should we trust her? Because she, in her post on dentistry, she says, my teeth are in bad shape from enamel loss. I guarantee now that after reading that second question, a dentist asked her about why are, you know, like, do you have gastroesophageal reflux like i'm seeing a lot of erosion on the backside of your teeth and that can really mm-hmm. only come from gi disturbances or maybe an eating disorder and i guarantee you she got defensive yep yeah. this this is absolutely what happened and yep. and she wasn't forthcoming about it here and she was only forthcoming about it because she thought maybe it would mean she died on the operating table <laughs> on the other one 
So I like this is the answer. She's a bitch. <laughs> Lance Timmerman, Tuck Willow, Washington, nine oh seven six four. Um, yeah, she's. I mean, I, it's obvious that there's some defensiveness about this. The dentist. It's obvious that she's got enamel erosion on the lingual of her teeth, and, she, and dentists mm. are bringing it up, and she's getting defensive. And then they're, and then she's like, her tails are ruffling, her tail feathers are ruffling, and the dentist goes right. You know, the dentists are going back aggressively. And yeah, mm. I get it. Like, I don't want to do restorative dentistry on someone who's got active either acid reflux or bulimia uh-huh. or purging yep. or whatever because it doesn't it doesn't matter what the hell I do it's all going to turn out like garbage anyway so mm-hmm. we got to get your shit straight sister and and until you do that yeah dentists are maybe going to be a little rough with you because if you don't give them the full story we can tell the full story and now we now we don't believe anything you say yep mm-hmm. so we literally Sherlocked our way into this we might need to bleep her name <laughs> Lance yeah. uh, we'll see <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus! <laughs> Depends on my mood. <laughs> I mean, she sometimes I get lazy with the edits. This, this is late in the episode, so I might feel like editing early. But by the end, it's like I don't care. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to remember this one. <laughs> this is like the. That's like the best sort of Sherlocking an answer out of yeah. one of these that I feel like we've gotten in a while. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty darn impressed. Honestly, I've listened to all of y'all's episodes, and like this is the first time I was like, "Oh wow!" Like the whole story comes to light now. Yeah, right. Because yeah. of one other post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although there's nothing in Frank Ocean, there's nothing in Suicide Notes, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. in Didn't go too dark. for North American Man Boy Love Association <laughs> or some of the other crazy things we found before. Nambla fan. Oh yeah. god, <laughs> people are the worst. People yeah. are just the absolute worst. Well, I think that's going to about just just about do it for tonight. Uh, I've, had, I've had fun, Russ, uh, with you here. Russell Hustle and Bustle Man Muscle Schaefer um, <laughs> is, is my new uh, my new nickname for you. Um, do you that. know that you know the tradition for the end of the show? Yeah. Yep, I do. All right, so I'm going to do all like the the closing arguments, and then uh, and then be ready for uh, for your song. Cool. Gotcha. Excellent. Well, hey guys, uh, be sure to share this with your friends. It's how we grow the show one uh, one new listener at a time, just like you grow your practice. Um, so let somebody know about it. Uh, I talked to uh, some dentists this past week in in, in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. So any of you guys listening, shouts. Uh, any of uh, any of you guys listening from Chicago, shouts out from the uh, Illinois State Dental Society New Dentist Conference or whatever it was that I spoke at. So. Um, Hey, pass it on to your friends. Uh, that's how that's how we uh, that's how we get bigger. Um, we'd love for you to rate and review us, Lance. What's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I love number five. I'm trying to think if there's a cowboy who wears number five. Um, let's see here. It may be. Um, let's see. The Cowboys did not have a good week. Just FYI. No, they didn't. They did not. <laughs> Um, Dallas Cowboys number five. No number five on the roster right now for the Cowboys. So uh, that's probably a good thing. That's why they're. That's why they can't beat the Jets. Is uh, is because we don't have a number five, and that's just a real problem. Um, Yeah, it goes from four. Dak Prescott to six. Chris Jones. So uh, yeah, yeah, not. that's the problem right there. We don't have a we don't have a five star guy, so we got to get, get got to get the five stars. We need five star players in the Cowboys. We need five star reviews from you guys. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, really wherever you're listening to this podcast, um, leave it there. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. 
Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Social uh, Twitter, bullshits. at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DRTimmermanDMD. I can be found on Instagram, at JoshWastonDDS. Uh, Russell, are you on the Iggy? Not not really. I guess you can find me at Nola Dentures. N-O-L-A okay. Dentures. Not really, but I do have this branded... I do have this uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just nice. checking it out. I'm just, yeah. I'm just doing a, yeah, you got the whole thing. You've got, uh, you got 17 posts, so, uh, not bad. And, and there's a few dog, there's a few dog pictures in there too. So it's not just all dentures, but, uh, we got, um, I'd say two thirds dentures, one third dog, which I think is a good, good ratio. So, uh, so. <laughs> follow Nola dentures, go to Russell's course, um, dentures fit, ba- fit, bite and smile. Uh, November, was it seventh and eighth? Eighth and ninth. November 8th and 9th in New Orleans. I mean, what else do you want? I mean, that's like the best venue ever to go to a course, I feel like. Pretty much, so pretty much, yeah. Hit that up. So, Russell, tell us about your song. Well, I remember like probably one of the first bands I ever kind of got interested in was The Offspring, and I love The Offspring. Nice. Nice. You know, and I, I like their one of their later songs from right now, uh, you know, um, The Offspring, You're Gonna Go Far, Kid. I don't know why. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's just like a catchy song. I don't know if... Can't really necessarily relate to it, but it's just kind of a fun song, and I always enjoy working out to it or anything else. So that's that's the song I want to do for the week. Perfect. I love it. Um, let's see where. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you're going to go far, kid. Um, which is what's going to happen to all of you if you learn how to do dentures right from <laughs> Russell Schaefer. So you are going to go far, kid. Well, Russell, we've had a really good time with you tonight. Thanks for coming on. Oh man, thanks for having me. I had a blast with this. Excellent. Nice. For Lance Timmerman, Russell Schaefer, and Joshua Austin. Peace and stay fresh, cheese bags. Show me how to lie, you're getting better all the time And turning all against one isn't art that's hard to teach Another clever word sets off an unsuspecting hurt And as you step back 